Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Positive Mindset Podcast, where we work together to raise our vibration, lift our perspective, and build a positive mindset. My name is Henry, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to overcome your fears. If you have fears within you that are keeping you in negative energy, that are stopping you from living your dream, expressing yourself, or being in the experiences that you want to experience, then this is going to be the episode for you. We have special guest Dr. Serena Sterling on again, and I can't wait to share this message for you. But before we get started, we're going to take a few moments to slow down, zero in. We're going to take some deep healing meditative breaths to help us align on the frequency that we want. So go ahead and pick a word. It can be love, joy, happiness, abundance, whatever word resonates with the frequency that you want. And you're going to say that word over and over and over again as you breathe in charge yourself up with it. And then as you're holding your breath, visualize yourself doing something in that frequency. And then once you exhale, anything that no longer resonates with you will leave you and you'll be in a more positive state. So let's go ahead and take a deep breath in. And out. All right, well, we're going to do another deep breath. This one is going to be about alignment, about getting yourself in receiving mode so that you can receive the message that you need for today to elevate and uplift yourself. So just imagine that you are surrounded by the most healing, uplifting energy that's meant specifically for you. It could have a certain color, a certain taste, a certain smell, however you imagine it. And when you breathe it in, it's going to charge you up It's going to remove the negativity. It's going to break through the barriers, the blocks, everything that's holding you down. And then once you exhale, it's going to take all of that with it, leaving you in a more positive state. So let's go ahead and take a deep breath in. And out. All right, well, I am so excited about this message. I hope you enjoy it. Let's go ahead and dive into it. All right, well, we are in this episode, and I am so excited to have Dr. Serena back. It's just been a great conversation every time, and we've got some really interesting topics today, but Serena, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for having me again. So, you know, we've gone different ways in what we've talked about, and we were just talking a few minutes before um, the set, before we started to record. And we got on the subject of fear, of having phobias, fear, stuff that like blocks you. Is that something that you see with a lot of people that, um, you know, get in touch with you? Yes. And I find that people come to me sometimes for something else, but then they're like, oh, I also happen to have like a fear of spiders and I just assume it's not going to go away. 
Like it's always been there. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, why don't we set aside a session to do this? And, um, and I love, I mean, I just love seeing results with people because it's like, it's night and day. Like they have like a fear of flying. They have a fear of spiders. They hear, have a fear of exams. And like, we just pick apart like what, what is getting stuck? What is like underneath this? What are the emotions? What's the event that maybe triggered it that yeah. then get it, got it like in place so that now it just feels like, okay, well, I have to avoid these things. So like when you're talking about fear, because I know people listening, um, sometimes we have anxiety, we have like, I, are those like symptoms, almost like fear, anxiety, depression of something or, you know, what, what is that? It's from, well, my understanding is that it's, uh, it's anxiety and it's feeling like we don't have control. Um, and I once had a supervisor in grad school who was like, Serena, we don't have a good control on anything. There's no guarantee. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. That's a terrible thing to say, <laughs> but it's true. Like we always, we do have a sense of like, you know, we know to like look both ways when we cross the street, that's going to safeguard us from like not getting hit by a car. But there are, when people have these fears and phobias, it feels like um, there's nothing we can do about it. And there's this overwhelming worry that something is going to go wrong. And so it just builds and builds and builds until you like the fear itself is more crippling than the actual thing that you're afraid of. So let's talk about that because I think in people I've worked with and talked to, and I'm sure you have too, that's something that comes up a lot. It's like, you know, the flying, for example, odds are statistically speaking, they're going to be perfectly fine flying. So the issue isn't the flying The issue is prior to the flying or during the flight, you know, that state their body's getting in. And how do you work with somebody that has that, whether it's flying or maybe it's, you know, applying for a job or changing jobs or changing relationship or, you know, being who you are, your true self. Um, Cause it's not the actual being that seems like to be the issue, you know, it's thinking about it. Right. Yeah. Because people then can go from the thing that's innocuous. The, the fact is you're going to get on an airplane, uh, airplane fly somewhere, but then it begins to be like, Oh, but what if all the things could go wrong? And then like, and then I won't it, like, you go from like zero to a hundred, you know, in like three minutes or less. And now you're like, I can't fly. <laughs> like okay. it's too many things go on in your head of like catastrophizing the what ifs. And if you can remind yourself at any time you t- ask yourself or tell yourself, like, what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? It's based in anxiety over something that you feel you can't control. Um, and I remember even like, I developed a fear of flying when it came to landing because I had been on a flight when I was young, when I was like maybe 12 or something. And we were, my family and I were flying into this, um, little, we were on a little plane and we were flying, um, (laughs) into some area in Colorado that was a very small, um, airport, but it was like, we came down and it was really rocky. And then it was like, where's the end of the runway? Like, I thought we were just going to like fall off the edge of the mountain. And then it was like, for like a few years, I was like, always, even on a big plane, I was like, just what had happened before would creep into my mind. And I was so scared. Um, And so there are things like that, where it's like, if you've had a prior experience that went awry, that did not go as planned, then that will like stay on your mind of like, well, this could happen again. So that sounds, um, so when you talk about it that way, like, you know, what the issue was, right? You had that bad experience. And so 
Um, but that's a lot of times, or it sounds like like a rational explanation of the situation. So have you had someone, and we'll just stick with flying since that's kind of the topic we're on, that had a fear of flying? And like, how, how do you walk through that? Because I think a lot of times people that have anxiety are intelligent people and they know what, what you're telling them. How do you work through that to where it actually gets solved, where they maybe don't know it, but understand it and can let it go? So that's a really good point. Like it doesn't afflict people that are not intelligent. I have people who are extremely intelligent who have like the highest degrees you can possibly get. Um, and they still are, have anxiety from time to time. And so mm-hmm. the thing about what I love and what I do, I mean, there are a number of things, but like, I never know what we're going to find. The um, issue is a symptom, but it's not the root cause. And so when we bring something up, like we put it on the picture's mound, for example, and we're just going to like find out where it leads us. Um, so you can think about a fear of flying. And I then go about doing these techniques where I'm looking for the emotions that are coming out in the present. And then we're going to trace it back to an earlier time. And it may not have anything to do with flying. It may be something where like the emotion is like, lack of control over events or um, anger that something seemed out of someone's control, things like that, like themes like that. And then tracing it back to an earlier event. Um, And it could go back to like, you know, feeling like your mother was, um, you know, dating a whole bunch of men after she divorced her dad and you were, you know, 11 or something. And you could, you had no control over like who she dated and was really terrifying to wonder like, who's the next guy? Like it doesn't seem, it's not similar in concrete terms, but in your emotional reactivity, it is. And so it comes out, it will, then it will come out in things like um, lack of control over events, such as when you're flying, you don't have control over the plane. Um, (laughs) So that's kind of how I go about it. Okay. And so when, when someone does that, like, and well, actually let's step it back. So you said you've had people um, reach out to you. Um, so they're dealing with something they're, they're trying to get unstuck or open up or free of something. And then you said you end up sometimes dealing with a issue. That's not the one they initially approached you about. Is that because you solve the initial issue and it's like, Hey, well, we have time. Let's look at some other things. Or is it because they tend to be connected? or both? Sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's like people will have solved their initial presenting issue. And then they're like, Oh, well, by the way, I've had this like fear and it's kind of crippling at times, or like, maybe I have someone who's studying for an exam and they're like, you know, I realize after doing work with me around something else, that maybe what you do could help my anxiety about exams. Um, because it is similar. It is kind of like, oh, I thought I had this problem that I would just have to live with. But now I see that like, this is, you can actually get, you know, on the other side of things pretty quickly. So I'm wondering if you can help with this. So is it like a pattern of perception? Like they have an event or something that happens that caused something. And then they're, um, the way they perceive things is causing it to have them to have the issue. And so they're like, they could have the issue with anxiety, for example, like, oh, I'm depressed or I have anxiety. Um, and then you, you kind of dial in and it's like, well, it comes from your childhood, it came from this event and, and you solve it. But then it's like, well, I also have anxiety about taking tests or I also have this and this. And so you find out, well, it's, it's how you're processing the situation 
And so you're, you're helping them guide them into a way that heals and then gives them a different way to perceive situations so that they don't feel that way. Is that kind of what's going on? Yeah, I think that when the person is the client, they don't necessarily make those connections. They just feel a certain way. They're just like, I have anxiety. I'm depressed. I can't seem to like find a good relationship. That's the issue, but they don't necessarily, and I don't know either until we start working together. Like, I don't know what the um, underlying either. Sometimes it doesn't go back to anything. It's just in the present, but sometimes it does. And so I don't think that most people, myself included, like when I get this work done, I'm kind of like, I don't know why I'm getting triggered around this one person, <laughs> but it, yeah. it often like if, if I'm like overreactive about something, it normally has something from the past. So, you know, this is where I'm thinking, cause I'm thinking about all the people I've talked to and, and then just myself too. And in these scenarios where you don't know. You're like, what? Like, I know I shouldn't be feeling this way um, because I see a thousand or a million other people doing it just fine. Why? I'm, you know, what's what's wrong with me? Why am I stuck? Like, what? Um, you know, why? And so they come and they get that solution, right? They maybe don't even know how it's solved, but they get it solved. So I was gonna say, if you're listening right now, maybe we try like like a like a deep breath because I think we've been talking a lot of uh, like deep info on like how to do it. And then, you know, maybe some advice that you would give someone or, or how you would initially start breaking that down. So someone could realize like, Hey, I could benefit from something like this. So um, if you're listening, we'll go ahead and take a deep breath, even though we've taken some, some already, I just know that oxygen really helps and kind of centers ourselves. So we'll just go ahead and take a deep breath in. And now. So allow yourself to kind of think of what's been bothering you, what the feeling you've had, the stress to where you're thinking, I would like to solve this. And so say I'm just talking to you for the first time and I'm like, hey, I've seen that you've helped people with fear, phobias, things like that. Um, I'm really struggling with um, being me. I feel like I'm, I'm not me. I don't feel good at my job. I don't feel good you know, in my home life. Um, I feel like I'm acting and it's causing me to be, you know, depressed. What, you know, how, what, what can I do to start like changing this? So I don't feel like I'm just faking everything just because I'm supposed to be alive. <laughs> I went with a deep one. <laughs> you know, that's a good way to put it. Um, and I have worked with people around this and I feel like a lot of it has to do with what you're avoiding. Um, and that's often even like the crux of like so many other issues, so sometimes when you feel like you are not being fully authentic or feeling like you're just kind of going through the motions, it has to do with like, uh, like not, well, like one, you're not being fully present, but you may be doing that because it doesn't feel safe. It doesn't feel emotionally safe to fully be yourself and to say how you feel. And there are all these fears around, like, if you say how you really feel, you're going to be rejected. You're not going to be liked. You're going to be seen as bad in some way. Like you just have to kind of like play the game and just, you know, show up and always be happy, but no one's ever always happy. So, um, but, but to really consider like, okay, there could be an underlying, like a, a previous time in your life where you did show up completely played all out and somehow you got punished for it. 
Um, maybe, you know, your best friend was like, I don't like how you showed up when you're in, even in like high school, it can go back years ago, could go back like five years ago. And so if you can consider like, there may be some fear about being truly who you are and being accepted. Um, and so it's a lot easier to, it's almost like depersonalization where you're kind of like, um, or dissociation where you're going through the motions, but you're not really feeling your feelings because it's too scary. And so it's a lot easier to kind of be on mute. Um, but then as you're saying, like, if this is an example, like then you would feel like, I don't, I just don't, I don't really feel like I'm, I'm just showing up, but I'm not really there. I'm not really like participating. Yeah. Yeah. That made me think of, I had this image in my head when you were talking about that is that like a candle, like if we were a candle and, you know, flame is hot. And so like, we're our, we're our candle and we're burning, you know, that's, that's what we do. And then we somehow we're told that we burnt something or burned somebody. So we turn our flame down or off. And so our light is no longer burning and you can exist for a while that way, but without your light, you eventually lose yourself. And it goes down that um, rabbit hole, uh, which could turn into a whole other you know conversation. That's just the image I had in my mind when you were saying that. So, yeah. you know, a, a lot of people do like to connect with you and like to work with you. If you're listening right now, and you want, and this person wanted to connect with you, what's the best way to um, talk to you? You can go to my website, drserenasterling.com. Um, you can sign up for a session. You could uh, email me. You can read my book um, where I go over a lot of client case examples. I talk about my own life, how all of this works. How I do the work I do. Um, I have a free guide that I'm going to be posting to the to my website soon around okay. these ideas of like the five ways to get out of physical pain or emotional distress um, that go over some of the things we just discussed. Okay, well that's awesome. Yeah, so all links will be in the description so that way you can go right there. And so you said somebody can do a single session with you, like sign up for mm-hmm. one a single session, and that okay, perfect. Yeah, that would be like the introductory call where we. Uh, I go over more in depth of like, what are their goals? What are the issues? What are the things that are, they feel like they're stuck around? And then I, you know, go through a, a short mind body session and then see how they respond to treatment. And if they feel I can help them, then I will create a treatment plan. So I've done it and I, I highly recommend it. It's a different way to experience something. So if you're listening right now and you feel like a pool or a calling and say, Hey, you know, I kind of want to try this or this sounds like it's speaking to me. I highly um, suggest it because, you know, one thing that Serena brings to the table is, um, you know, you they're saying like, you don't know something until you can do it. Like, you know, you, just knowing is not truly knowing, like you have to be able to do it. And you're someone that has done different treatments, therapies, and like, you know, for yourself and in your story, which people can check out our story on our website too. And that's how you discovered this modality and this process and they've turned it into your own. So like, you're not only doing it, but you're also a product of it. And so like, you know, it's inspired that way in like a true way. You built a whole career around it um, from like journalist to this, you know, it's a whole change. And so if you're feeling that resonate, then definitely um, check it out. Anything like you want to close out on anything like that you want to leave people with? Um, I would say that to just keep searching, whether it's me or someone else, like there are answers out there. You do not have to stay 
feeling stuck with whatever you have. Like the stuff I do is incredibly fast and really effective, but um, I would, you know, I would invite anyone to contact me about it if you have questions, but there are always answers out there. There is. And one thing that um, I had this conversation with somebody, I feel like it's a good point to share right here is you may be thinking like, well, I've never worked with a coach. I've never you know, done this. And this is a conversation I've had with people that have turned into clients of mine. And, um, you know, I, I just explained to him, like, we live in a unique time, especially, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably live in a similar situation than we do as far as like lifestyle and, and surroundings and um, difficulty of survival. Um, and so in, in, in previous times, survival was like number one thing, like, okay, I gotta get food, shelter, things like that. And that's slowly gotten more of a, um, just something that you have, um, not to say that struggle can't be there. Um, but we have this unique opportunity where we're solving a lot of internal things and spiritual things and, um, like our being things. And so, you know, it's not different. It's not, um, unique. It's, it's something that is available and you can certainly benefit from it. So, you know, drop the, like, I was just talking to someone and they felt like they shouldn't take care of them. like, they're like, well, I shouldn't be doing this. And if you're feeling the call to take that step up, then, then definitely do it. You know, that's a great way to do it. Well, I'll end it on that note. Serena, it was so great having you. We're going to do another couple episodes together and trying to bring some different perspectives and different light on things. And I know um, feedback from last time, a lot of you enjoyed, you know, hearing that. And so, you know, I'm happy to do it, but Serena, thank you so much for coming on. Um, and we can't wait to have you back again. Thanks so much for having me again. It's been a blast. Well, thank you so much for checking out this episode. I'm curious to what you think about the shorter interview. Normally the interviews go 45 minutes to an hour, but I tried to do a shorter one. If you like this shorter style, let me know. The best way to do it is to message me on Instagram or of course you can message me by email as well. Either way is great. If you want to stay up to date, I have added my TikTok as well. So there's new TikToks going on on there. So there's some great positive videos on there that are short and hopefully impactful. But thank you so much for listening. Have a great day and I can't wait to talk to you next time.